This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Well, good morning, Brad, and all of our listeners. A blessed Easter to all of you. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. And he's overcome sin. He's overcome death. He's overcome brokenness. He's overcome disease. He's overcome everything that would seek to rob us of the fullness of life that God desires for us to have. Now, this last week, Sunday, Easter Sunday, one of the readings which was set in the lectionary was Matthew 28, verses 1 to 10. And as I was reading it, I was struck again by what an absolutely unique reading it is. Now, think about a couple of aspects of this reading. The first thing is... Here you find the chief priests and the leaders, the religious leaders of the day, going to the governor and saying, Sir, we need you to give us an army. We need you to give us a couple of guards to place at the entrance of the tomb of Jesus in case he should rise again. <laughs> now, can you imagine that? I mean, think about this this image. Uh, the governor then gives them uh, this small platoon of, of Roman soldiers, and off they go with their helmets and their shields and their spears, and they place the seal of the Roman Empire uh, over the stone that had been rolled in front of the, of the grave, and they stand there. And we read in Matthew chapter 28, verse 10, that something remarkable happens. When the angel of the Lord appears and he rolls away the stone, it's like an earthquake. It's like an earthquake that takes place. And the soldiers are so afraid that they fall to the ground as if they were dead. Now, the image that I have is of these big burly blokes, you know, these sort of Roman soldier types standing there with their spears and their helmets. And it's almost like they're trying to use those little weapons to stem a tsunami, to to stand against something which is absolutely inevitable, the resurrection of Jesus, the rising of Jesus from the dead. And, and what we see emerging there is that those who think that they have power, those who, who have ruled the world by fear, who have used their size and their weapons to intimidate and to oppress others, when Jesus rises from the dead, he shows that all of those instruments of fear, all of those things that threaten death, ultimately cannot stand against the one who is life and whose life is eternal. The second set of people that we encounter in this wonderful reading in Matthew 28 verses 1 to 10 is perhaps some of the least empowered people in Jesus' time. We encounter a group of women, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, who had no agency. They had no power. They were, were women in a man's world. These were, were two women who, who didn't own anything. Um, we, we know that, um, you know, certainly for, for Mary, uh, her brother Lazarus, when he died, she was so distraught because she was so reliant upon him. These are women who, who show us what it Sometimes it's like when we feel we don't have anything that we can use to stand against the powers. And I don't know about you, but, but I've been feeling that every now and then with this coronavirus. I sort of say to myself, my goodness, you know, there's, there's nothing that I can do against this thing. I, 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 there, there's, there's no title. There's, there's no job. There's, there's no income. There's, there's nothing that, that can save me from, from this thing, you know, and, and, and I find myself filled with fear. Anyway, the woman approached the tomb 
And as they come near, they see the angel there sitting on the stone and the the soldiers (laughs) are lying on the ground with fear. And the angel turns to the woman and says, do not be afraid. I mean, those must be some of the most encouraging and blessed words. Do not be afraid. And then he even says to them, come, look, let me show you why you need not fear. Do you see the place where, where the Savior's body lay? Look, it is empty. He is not here. He is alive. And, and their greatest fear, the fear of the loss of their Savior, the fear of the loss of their friend, Jesus, the fear of the loss of the one who cares for them and loves for them, the fact that they thought he was dead and they were going to pay respects to him, to, to treat his body uh, for burial, suddenly they realize that he's alive. And the angel says to them, now go and tell his brothers Go and, and tell them that the Lord is alive, is alive. And so they rush off, uh, we are told, through the garden. And they're about halfway through the garden, running down to, to meet their brothers, when suddenly they encounter someone walking in the garden. And guess who it is? It's Jesus. And Jesus says to them these exact same words. First, he starts by saying in our English translations, greetings. Uh, in, in Matthew 28, greetings. In some of the older translations, we hear Jesus using the words behold or all hail. But in actual fact, when you read the Greek there, um, Jesus actually uses a, a, a phrase presented for us in Greek, which comes from Aramaic, which literally means hey or hi, or, or if Jesus were <laughs> South African, it would have been how's it? Jesus is so absolutely at ease. He sets them at ease by saying hi. And, and the women see Jesus and, and he's just said to them morning and, and greeted them and set them at ease. And Jesus says exactly the same thing that the angel says. Jesus says to them, do not be afraid. And we hear that they, they fall at the feet of Jesus and, and they worship him because they can see that he is alive. And in that moment, their fear turns to gladness. Now, sisters and brothers, I want to encourage you today with this message of resurrection, the message of the resurrected Christ. It's only those who, like the soldiers and the chief priests, feel that they need to trust in their own power, the power of their positions, the power of their stature, the power of their weapons, who need to fear. Because the reality is that whenever we trust only in ourselves, We're in for a disappointment. But those who have learnt, like the woman did, to trust in the Lord, they can hear both the angel of the Lord and the Lord himself saying, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid because death could not hold him. He has overcome death and all of the consequences of death and sin. And he meets you in the garden, wherever you are today, and says, do not be afraid, for I am with you. And then he gives you a task. He says, go and tell others. So colleagues, sisters and brothers, friends, I want to invite you today. Let the message of the good news of Jesus run through your life today. And as you encounter friends and family, remind them and say to them, do not be afraid because Christ is with us. He is with us. He's here to bless us and to lead us. Well, friends, thanks so much for listening again today. And uh, as we are approaching the end of our third week of quarantine. I think it's the end of our third week with uh, two more to go. Know that even though we may be separated physically, 
we are united in Christ and we're all in this together and we are not alone because Jesus is with us. And so from my family, from Megan and from Courtney and Liam, from myself, Dion, we bring you blessing and greetings and joy and pray that during this Easter season, you would find comfort and strength in the Lord who is life. Amen. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za